Alright, I say we call Loiko and we just say, okay, one, two, three. And then you gotta say one or two. And then if somebody says two and they're the only one, then they have to pick. Then, uh, There's a random, pitch. Google a random number generator real quick. So that's how we'll do it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We are back, and it is a Friday. This is Roster Watch, brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here as always with Byron Lambert, captain in the ship, steer in the ship. The ship has a rocky, very, very uh, uncharted bit of territory to go through tonight. Thankfully, we have our good skipper, Mike Loiko from nepatriotsdraft.com aboard. We're going to steer you through here. We know it's Titanic week. It's been a hundred years. People have shipwrecks on, on the mind. No shipwrecks here. Let's tell our audience, our fans worldwide, what it is we're doing. What's going on, Captain Ron? What's going on, fellas? Welcome back to all our friends tonight. We've been having a just a blast doing all these uh, draft podcasts as we uh, are are getting towards the pinnacle here in just a few weeks. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we are bringing you a mock first round draft where Alex, Mike, and myself are going to round uh, robin. We're going to round robin as GMs, and you know we're the, the, this is this is going to be a lot of fun. So just hang on tight. And uh, Mike, we're about to have a we we got our draft orders are in. This was a little bit blind until the last minute. What do we got, man? How are we picking tonight? All right. Well, uh, myself, you, and Alex will each take one team. I guess I'll pick it first. Um, Alex, I think, Alex, you picking second. And Byron's picking third, and we're just going to rotate through teams. So I'll just start it right off the bat. Pick one, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, we've all known who the pick's going to be since uh, back in la- last April, actually. So, with the Colts, I have them taking, surprise, surprise, Andrew Luck, quarterback from Stanford, um, most NFL-ready quarterbacks come out since Peyton Manning. I mean, the Colts just have unbelievable luck. They get, you know, they had the right to draft John Elway, and they had the right to draft Peyton Manning, and now they're going to get their hands on Andrew Luck. Um, really polished passer, really athletic for the position. He's got a lot of pressure coming on him from day one, but he's shown nothing to dissuade the Colts from not picking him. He's just a lot for the first overall pick. Pick two, Washington Redskins. Number two pick, Washington Redskins. Very, very simple. Very, very easy. They have Paid their money. Dan Snyder, I saw him at RG3's Pro Day at Baylor. He was smiling like the cat that just ate the canary. They're very happy to have their new quarterback there. Robert Griffin the third, The new face of the franchise and the big smile of the franchise. Pick three, Minnesota Vikings. So I let these guys steer around in the kiddie pool with these first two easy picks. <laughs> of course, we're gonna as we go into the deeper, more uncharted waters, we're gonna pass it back to the real captain here. We got the Vikings, <laughs> who themselves like to cross a big ocean. So, you know, we're gonna take a little unexpected detour here. I don't think you're getting uh uh Joe Thomas or Jake Long with Matt Khalil. 
If I'm the Vikings, I am looking to to deal out, so I might just sit on the clock here for another few minutes and wait and see if I get a ring or not. But uh, push comes to shove. I'm I saw what Patrick Peterson did last year. I need I need to build my defense. Antoine Winfield is old. We've got a defensive minded head coach. I'm going with Mr. Wonderlick, Morris Claiborne. That's really weird, and I can't believe you're doing it. I can't, I can't either. Way, way to screw up the whole entire month. Well, hey, this is how we're. Hey, 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 Mike. This, hey, every year this could happen. Every year something weird goes down. We're faced with this. None of us are prepared for this. So pick four, Cleveland Browns. So now that that puts me in a really, really tough situation here. With you know the Browns staring at uh, Matt Khalil, do they take him and pair him up with Joe Thomas? Put Khalil on the right side and have just an unbelievable tandem of young tackles? Or do the Browns, you know, go for that playmaker on offense? I think that would be a very tough choice if the Browns had that pick. I think, you know, I'm still going to stay true. They need playmakers on offense. They already have their left tackle. If I if I, this was me, the Cleveland Browns are taking Trent Richardson, running back Alabama. Pick five, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. Okay. Alex, you're on the clock, sir. And so that leaves me picking for the Bucks in this spot. Tampa Bay. Where uh, Khalil has fallen. You have Donald Penn. You have Donald Penn. You're not necessarily deeply invested on both sides of your offensive line. Do you... You know, you're a new head coach. At this point in time, I would say that, yeah, I would, I would, I, I, I think Matt Khalil can be Joe Thomas in two, in two years. He can be Jake Longish in, you know, year, by the end of his second year. I think he probably can be. He can come in and immediately contribute. Uh, I would say, you, you, as far as the value, you can't let him fall past there. I mean, as far as the lineage, the bloodline, he's a great prospect. I think he's special. I don't think he's going to get here, but if he did, if I was the Bucks, Matt Khalil is is my pick. I agree. Pick six, St. Louis Rams. I am going to put my Jeff Fisher mustache on. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to give Sam Bradford what he needs. My heart always says defense, but our guy's not there. So, we're going to give we're we're going to make it the Oklahoma connection. Cross state rivals. We're going to we're going to take Justin Blackman and and we're going to we're going to beef this offense up. Pick 7, Jacksonville Jaguars. That means that Jacksonville Jaguars sitting on the board. They have the opportunity to get their wide receiver or they can get their pass pressure. You know, I had the same uh, dilemma in my mock draft that I'm putting out tonight. It has been Copeland for a while, but you know what? They have Blaine Gabbert heavily invested in him. They get him some weapons to play with. I'm not sure that Laurent Robinson's going to really answer the bell and be that number one guy. Jaguars will take a chance. Hopefully, turns out all right. Turns out to be that number one wide receiver, Michael Floyd, wide receiver for Notre Dame. 
My boy. My now, boy. Alex has to be a little bit disappointed as, as the next GM in, the, in this set of picks because I know he loves Michael Floyd himself. Pick eight, Miami Dolphins. As far as Miami, what they're going to do, that's Ryan Tannehill. It's, I would say if he falls here and there's not some kind of weird up trade action, uh, Miami will take him. The, the, like I've said before, they had everybody there. They were in full force. I think that I think that that's where he goes. Pick nine, Carolina Panthers. For me, this pick is not as tough. Uh, this is going to be a high-risk, high-reward kind of thing, but I can't let Quentin Copels go any further. He, mm. had, he has too much of an impact, a potential impact on, on, the, on the game. So we're gonna, we, we are going to select Quentin Copels, and we're going to create the Carolina connection. Pick 10. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo has to be a little disappointed that both Black and Floyd are off the board, too. Um, they could go defensive line. They could go cornerback. But they just lost Demetrius Bell in free agency. You know, they built up that defensive line in free agency this year with Mario Williams, Mark Anderson. So I think they need, they need a left tackle. They need to build up that offensive line. They got Riley Reef standing there. Staring him in the face, so they take Riley Reef, offensive tackle, Iowa. Pick eleven, Kansas City Chiefs. On the Kansas City Chiefs right here, I'm definitely taking Fletcher Cox. I think he's the best defensive tackle in the draft. I think they can use some help along the interior part of their defensive line. They got completely run over by a lot of teams this year by opposing running backs, one of the worst teams against fantasy running backs. As far as statistical numbers, I feel like they can use the help there. Fletcher Cox is a guy who can line up his natural three technique, a nose, a nose shade. I'm picking him there for the Chiefs. Pick 12, Seattle Seahawks. Well, fellas, that, um, that puts me in Seattle. With Pete Carroll, who doesn't like me very much. <laughs> he doesn't. And, you know, I'm a defensive guy. My run game was already pretty good last year. True Font's getting a little bit older. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking Drake Kirkpatrick. I you think, already are? I think, okay. I, I think there's a lot we can do with him. Okay. No, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they had some guys staring them in the face that I think they'd like. So, with 13th pick, Arizona Cardinals on the clock. So far... The 12 picks ahead of Arizona has gone like this. Indianapolis Colts take Andrew Lutz, no-brainer. Robert Griffin III went to the Washington Redskins. Minnesota Vikings shocked the world by taking Morris Claiborne, the cornerback from LSU. The Browns passed up Matt Khalil and took Trent Richardson. Tampa Bay took Matt Khalil, who slid and fell into their lap. St. Louis... Got uh, Sam Bradford, their number one receiver, Justin Blackman. Jacksonville took Michael Floyd. Miami got their quarterback with Ryan Tannehill. Carolina replaced Julius Peppers with another North Carolina defensive end and Quentin Copels. Buffalo took Riley Reef. Kansas City just took Fletcher Cox in the previous pick. Seattle took Drake Kirkpatrick at the cornerback out of Alabama, and that means Arizona's on the clock. Pick 13, Arizona Cardinals. They 
paid offensive line help. But with Riley Reef off the board, I'm not sure they reach for Jonathan Martin. They could take a defensive lineman. They could take a middle linebacker. So this is a tough pick, and the toughest one I've made yet. I'm going to say they play it safe if this is the way it falls. And they take David DeCastro, guard from Stanford. Russ Grimm loves it. And the Cowboys have to be disappointed. Pick 14. Dallas Cowboys. Hey, I think that I think that Jerry Jones's Botoxed face was will be smiling with a big cat tooth grin by knowing that Melvin Ingram fell right into his lap. A guy that can line up anywhere. A guy who can he he's he he lines up standing up. He gets down in a three point stance as a five technique. He's lined up as a three. He's uh, he's a guy who has an intense motor. No one has have ever had any sort of questions about his work work ethic, the way he plays. He has a compact, strong body. He can be a great, great addition to that defense. We know that they're looking to mix things up on that defense. He's a real wild card in a defense that can't play in these multiple schemes. Dallas, definitely. I'll be drafting for Dallas in the Mach 4 draft for uh, for Mach1.net. Tomorrow, if, if Ingram falls there, I will be ecstatic. Best available. Best players left on the board at pick 15. We got Luke Keekley, linebacker from Boston College. Courtney Upshaw, linebacker from Alabama. Don Tyree Poe, defensive tackle Memphis. Michael Brockers. Kendall Wright, Mark Barron, Nick Perry, Devin Still, Dante Hightower. Pick 15, Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm Jeffrey Lurie, and I, <laughs> I know all about these, these things. And, uh, man, I love the fact that we went out and got D'Amico Ryans, but we're going to – we thought we had the dream team last year, but it's time to shore up our most glaring weakness right now. We are drafting – Luke Keekley from Boston College, and this linebacker linebacking core is no longer at the bottom of the barrel. We could be bordering on elite. Yeah. Pick sixteen, New York Jets. But that leaves me. If the draft fell like this, I mean Rex Ryan, Mike Tannenbaum would have to be doing cartwheels in the draft room. Their two biggest <laughs> needs right now are pass rush. And safety, they'd be sitting there staring at Courtney Upshaw and Mark uh, Mark Barron, the safety, both in Alabama, and they got Don Tari Poe on the board. I what mean, about Brockers? Are you decision. thinking about Brockers? I think not, not at this point. I don't think it fit. They took you know they took Wilkerson last year from Temple. Um, they took Kendrick Ellis from Hanson, the big defensive tackle. I think Brockers is a little further down the board. So I would say if it came up to Upshaw and Barron, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, you flip a coin. I think if it came down to it, they take Mark Barron. They need a safety more. I know they really, really have been looking hard at safeties. So I'm going to have the New York Jets brace my heart if they get one of the players that I love in this draft. Mark Barron, safety, Alabama, goes to the New York Jets. Pick 17, Cincinnati Bengals. All right, yeah, I say, I, I'm i going to say Upshaw. I think he's been that disruptive. I love him. Upshaw is the pick for the Bengals. Like Mike said, 
Marvin Lewis loves those big school kind of big biggish linebackers. He finds space for them. He finds to use. He finds ways to use their big bodies in space. I, I'm I'm going Upshaw here, and that's mainly because of the fact that it seems like as far as where I project him as a player, he sort of fell a little bit, even though. Uh, I I just I see a spot for him there, man. You, you guys can tell, man. You get on the hot seat here. It's tough. It's tough it's being tough. a GM in the league. Hey, man, for sure. Not a job for the faint of heart. That's for sure. My heart gets pumped when we're doing things like this. <laughs> Pick eighteen, San Diego Chargers. I'm gonna make the Southern California connection. I need some pass rush. Larry English never did it for us. We're long past the, the days of, of of Sean Merriman. We're going to go USC. I want Nick Perry. We're going to start putting some pressure on the quarterbacks. we got to face Peyton Manning, Carson Palmer. You're going to have to get after these guys. Pick 19, Chicago Bears. The Bears have two needs on that team. They need offensive line help, and they need another wide receiver, preferably a slot wide receiver. But they also could upgrade the pass rush. I think if a Nick Perry or Courtney Upshaw were on the board, maybe they take them. They're not on the board. Well, um, let me ask you. I don't, let me ask you, Bears GM, is just the change in coaches <laughs> enough to solve the offensive line problems? I can't believe that's not considered a big need. Oh, it's a big need, but at this point, you know, Spencer Martin, at least for me, doesn't really do it at this high. I think his stock's fallen, you know, down to near pick number 25 or 30. You know, he was staring right here at that Baylor wide receiver, Kendall Wright. You know, he's a little chubby. You know, I don't know if he, you know, i got to be thinking about Kendall Wright, Terry with Brandon Marshall. I do need offensive line help, but David Castro's not here anymore. You went well off the board. Oof. But, you know, the Bears need offensive line help. So, oh, tough one. You know what? Let's go Kendall Wright, wide receiver. Kendall Taylor. Wright. It's interesting. Woo. Pick 20, Tennessee Titans. As far as pick number 20, it's the Tennessee Titans. And... I feel like if Don Taripo has slipped this far, this is where he finally comes off. They need a lot of help along the interior part of that defensive line. Uh, it's 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 a division where you got to face a guy like or a tandem like Arian Foster and Ben Tate twice a year. You have to face MJD. The interior of your defensive line, especially from when they run like the whenever they run the you know the 36G power things like this. You need to get somebody who can play a three techniques and somebody who can effectively play a five technique, and you can't have enough of those guys along your defensive line. He didn't have much of the production in college, but I feel like he can be coached up with really good coaching that they have there. So that's my pick, Don Torrey Poe. All right, first 20 picks are in the book. This is how it went down. I started off being the GM of the Indianapolis Colts, and I took Andrew Luck, quarterback from Stanford, Alex, playing the part of GM for the Redskins, took Robert Griffin III, no surprise there. Where it really got interesting is pick number three, Byron, playing the role of Rick Spielman. Passed on that call, took Morris Claiborne, cornerback LSU. Brown selected Trent Richardson, running back Alabama. Tampa Bay selected Matt Khalil, who slipped right into his lap, offensive tackle from USC. St. Louis took Justin Blackman, the wide receiver from Oklahoma State. 
Jacksonville, took Michael Floyd, the wide receiver from Notre Dame, to get Blaine Gabbard some receivers to play with. Miami, no surprise, Ryan Tannehill, seems like everybody and their mother has him going there. Carolina, kind of a surprise pick. Quentin Colt, defensive end from North Carolina. Buffalo Bills took Riley Reap, the offensive tackle. Kansas City Chiefs took Fletcher Cox, the defensive tackle from Mississippi State. Seattle took Drake Kirkpatrick, the cornerback from Alabama. Arizona took David DeCastro, the guard from Stanford. Dallas, a little surprise, Melvin Ingram, outside linebacker, defensive end from South Carolina. Philadelphia Eagles took Luke Keekley, Boston College linebacker. New York Jets took Mark Barron. Cincinnati Bengals took Courtney Upshaw. The Chargers took Nick Perry. The Bears took Kendall Wright. And as you just heard, Alex made the selection for the Tennessee Titans, and he picked Donatari Poe, the defensive tackle from Memphis, who's projected to go a little higher, but fell to pick number 20. Pick 21, Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. The Tiger Stripes, and the, you know, Tiger Stripes, I feel like prison stripes. (laughs) So we're in Cincinnati. I'm Marvin Lewis. I'm actually his boss. And, uh,. You know what? And you've already gone. We've loaded up on offense. You know, I've taken A.J. Green, Andy Dalton. I got Andre Smith very recently. We got the law firm. You know, what else do you guys want? I need some defense. And I have a propensity for some thuggishness. We here in the Tiger Stripes don't mind the prison stripes. And we, and, I, and we here at Roster Watch do not mind the prison stripes. And Roster Watch does not mind the prison stripes. It's time. We're gonna we're we're doing what everybody says nobody's gonna do it. We're taking Janoris Jenkins. We're doing it. Hey, we're hey, taking I, well, I'm Jenkins, not doing it. Cornerback. Tyrus doing it. Our but de- I love it. Pick twenty two, Cleveland Browns. At number four, they took Trent Richardson, running back from Alabama. You know. Cleveland, I think, would love to have Kendall Wright slip to them at 22, and I think that's a distinct possibility in the real draft. In this draft, Kendall Wright's off the board. So looking at who's available, there's not another offensive player available that I would take at this point. So I'm going to give them Stephen Gilmore, the cornerback, pair him up with Joe Hayden. You know, it's a passing league. They're playing in the AFC, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. You know, there's a ton of good quarterbacks they have to face, so Stephen Gilmore is the pick. Pick 23, Baltimore Ravens. Jonathan cool. Martin's there, too. I think I forgot to mention him. I, I was what? about to pick him with the Steelers in a second. All right, yeah, no, I'm just, I just <laughs> forgot to mention him. Like Cordy Glenn, who, from all accounts, we thought he was great at the Senior Bowl. We loved his feet at the Senior Bowl. We loved his the, his hand strength, the way that he stuck on blocks, and I also love the fact that Quentin Copels and Melvin Ingram both told Byron and that Courtney he, Upshaw and, and Courtney Upshaw told uh, told Byron and myself that he was the toughest that they faced. So I like Cordy Glenn there. I think it's a real upgrade. Move him inside the guard. Uh, get maybe put him next to Bacchus for the last couple of years of his career. See, see, see what happens there along that offensive line. See if something can develop. Pick 24, Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, time to go to Steeler land. I'm Big Ben. 
<laughs> I know I'm not a handsome man. The broken nose is definitely becoming a a, tra a trademark. <laughs> you know, but I know it's not good for my health to get it smashed up too much more. Make sure you wear a helmet on that motorcycle. You know, Flo's L. Adams, Schmo's L. Adams. <laughs> I need some offensive line help. It's time. He did it for Andrew Luck. He's going to do it for me. We're going to take Jonathan Martin. And we're going to add him to our team. And we're going to become much better in pass protection. And Mike Tomlin is the shaft of the NFL. And <laughs> he will make our defense <laughs> sick no matter what. And we still have a lot of good players on defense. Not to mention we're a tremendous organization who's great in the draft. We'll cultivate those players. Pick 25, Denver Broncos. You know, Denver, they lost Roderick Bunkley, lost a couple more defensive players. I'd say right now their two biggest needs are defensive tackle and cornerback. They need to get younger at cornerback, even though they signed Tracy Porter. And they could go for wide receiver if one of them slipped here. Like, you know, but they have Demarius Thomas, so I don't think they go for Stephen Hill. Um, Devin Still and Michael Brockers are on the board. I just don't think Michael Brockers is really a fit for what Denver does. They play that 4-3. They got the bullpen defensive ends. So I'm going to pick Devin Still, defensive tackle, Penn State, who is a more natural 4-3 defensive tackle and can penetrate. Pick 26, Houston Texans. We know that the Houston Texans are going to be looking wide receiver. Kendall Wright off the board, but guess who's still on the board? A real burner, a guy we love, a guy who might pair up in a filthy, 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 nasty fashion with Andre 3K. Oh God! I this know. is going. This is going to be Stephen Hill, and a, and people are going in Houston are going to be feeling sick about this because the thing is. It's perfect. He can come right in, line up in the Z, run those routes. He knows those routes. He can take his time to develop and be a little bit of a Reggie Wayne to Marvin Harrison type of deal. And then finally, as the other one sort of fades out, move over into the Star X. I think that that sounds absolutely perfect. That fell into the Texans' lap. Pick 27, New England Patriots. I'm Bill Belichick, and I hope you watched my football life. Because if you did, you'll love me a lot more. But if you know anything from watching that, I love more than anything to captain the ship. That's why we're here. That's why our passengers are with us tonight on this epic mock draft adventure. And you know Bill Belichick loves to go up there in those cold northern Atlantic waters and kind of troll for those big striped bass. And while we got a big lunker that just fell all the way to us, he may not be Richard Seymour, but he sure does seem like he can fill that type of role. Michael Brockers will be the selection out of LSU for the New England Patriots. The first of two in this round. The rich just get, keep on getting richer, it seems, up in New England. What can I say? Pick 28. Green Bay Packers. Ted Thompson was the only GM to stay the whole week at the Senior Bowl. He stayed through the game in the press box. Um, you know, they need pass rush. They need an outside linebacker. I think the pick that might make sense for them 
could be a guy like Shane McClellan. I also think they could go a defensive line. I think, you know what? Let's see. I'm, I'm debating here between going with a guy like Whitney Marsalis, Shay McClellan, or Kendall Reyes. Let's go with, you know, in my mock, I think I have them taking Whitney Marsalis. Let's go with Whitney Merciless, you know, the defensive end outside linebacker. They need a stronger, a bigger kind of guy opposite Clay Matthews. I think Shane McClellan might just be a little too similar to Clay Matthews, which isn't a bad thing, but I think they need a stronger side linebacker. I'm going to give them Whitney Merciless. Pick 29, Baltimore Ravens. My pick is Dante Hightower. Alabama, I feel like he's a guy, you have a tradition there and you have a linebacking core that is a group that is the epitome of what you you look for in these groups as far as tangible in, intangible assets. They look to grow that group with a person that has the obvious physical tools to eventually get there. I'm taking Dante Hightower here. I'm not sure that he should have slipped this far, but needs as far as needs were based this is how it happened pick 30 san francisco 49ers my off- my offensive line is sick and my getting linebackers sicker. are sick my defensive line is sick there's not a quarterback i want here i just re-up my receivers i gotta go db here so i gotta go db and i want to know who the next best cornerback is that would be you know, at the end of the first round, it's really, it's like, it's whoever you value highest. It could be a guy like Hosley, Boykin, Bentley, Fleming, Dennard, Hayward, Tremaine Johnson, Josh Robinson, and left available. You know what? I could also see them going defensive line, possibly. It is going to be a case of the rich getting richer again. We that is, That's very true. We have a great defensive line. We're going to keep be- getting better. We watched the New York Giants win the Super Bowl we got so close to last year. Mike Mayock covets him. Jarrell Worthy. Worthy. He's yeah, going to come in, and he is going to be a beast with Alden Smith. Pick 31, New England Patriots. So, you never know what Bill Belichick's going to do. He could go way off the board here and, you know, find a hidden pro bowler in the rough. They took Michael Brockers with the first pick. We need a little bit of pass rush in New England. You know, I could go off the board with a guy like Chandler Jones, whose name we're hearing a little bit more. But I'm going to take my boy, who I've been hyping up a lot lately. You know, I think he's kind of a Mike Vrabel type. We got our Richard Seymour, and now we're going to get our Mike Vrabel, Shane McClellan, outside linebacker, Boise State. Pick 32, New York Giants. Peter Collins is still on the board. Well, that is the pick, and thank goodness he fell to me if I'm the New York Giants. They could not use the help of the guard position. or the. So, so why would some analysts say he projects better at guard than at center? You know, uh, guard might just be a little more highly uh, valued. You know, he's a pretty athletic player. He's strong, so they can use him to pull a little bit more. He can get to the second level. But, you know, just... He's bigger. He's big for a center. He's six foot five. 
Either way, I feel like it feels great well, hey, with the, the Giants. Giants need major offensive line help. Hey, by the way, what's up with Kansas teammate that gets a lot of love? Is Zyler. 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 Ke- Kevin Zyler. Zyler, not, the... Zyler might end up playing center in the NFL. They might end up flip-flopping positions. Why, he's a little That's small? what I got mixed up with. Is what They were saying they were going to move Zyler to center. Cons was the yeah. center and move him to go the right. Okay. Well, so they, that means the best the guy that flipped out the first round. I think we did a pretty good job. Um, looking at my board, Doug Martin got left off the first. Yeah. Not surprised. Not too surprised. Well, who got who got picked that would have displaced him? Worthy, Jarrell Worthy. Worthy, maybe. You know, Jenkins, you know, it's tough. There's, like, probably 35 names that I could see going in the first. I think Martin's right on the bubble there. He, You know, he there's not many teams at the end of the first round that I could see taking a running back. You know, Denver possibly could take a running back. Um, I can't see Houston taking a running back. I think Doug Martin's a second-round pick. Pittsburgh could take Martin. That could be something on watch. Pittsburgh. Yo, yeah. Yo, yeah. Mike. So, did you take number twenty-one through number thirty-two down? So, you just finished up picks twenty through thirty-two in our mock draft round table, round robin. Exciting, exciting night here on the Roster Watch podcast. Combined with the AnyPatriotsDraft.com. The twentieth pick in the draft was Don Terry Poe, and then we started up this podcast. With the Cincinnati Bengals taking Janoris Jenkins, the cornerback from North Alabama. Very talented, but a couple off-the-field problems. Cleveland Browns then took Stephen Gilmore, the cornerback from South Carolina. The Detroit Lions took Cordy Glenn, the offensive guard, offensive tackle from Georgia. Pittsburgh finally drafted an offensive tackle that might bring some stability to that line in Jonathan Martin. Denver took Devin Still, the defensive tackle from Penn State. Then Houston took the speedster, the big, fast wide receiver Stephen Hill from Georgia Tech. New England took Michael Brockers, the defensive tackle, defensive end from LSU. Green Bay took Whitney Merciless. Baltimore, Dante Hightower. San Francisco, Darrell Worthy. New England second pick in the first round went with Shea McClellan the pass rusher outside linebacker from Boise State. And then the New York Giants wrapped it up with Peter Collins, the center slash guard from University of Wisconsin. Well, fellas, it was an interesting, interesting ride here through this first round of our mock NFL draft. A uh, few wild twists and turns. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely a lot of fun. I hope all of our Listeners, all of our fans enjoyed this tonight. Please stay tuned to rosterwatch.com for more podcasts coming this next few weeks before the draft. Our good friend Mike Loiko was here tonight. NEPatriotsDraft.com. He is unbelievable with his insight. Uh, we will have another podcast coming up in just a few days, so stay tuned and we'll be back. Got it. <laughs>